Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Danny Cola. This episode, I get to have a conversation with Coach Matt Mads. He's on Instagram at Steel Mace Mads. He is a level one Steel Mace Flow instructor. And it's very interesting to pick the brain of people who swing mace because there's a super interesting perspective on life and health and wellness, typically, when it comes to a mace mover. I mean, you have to be pretty out there to pick up a mace, right? Um, It's got to intrigue you slightly. And um, anyway, this was a fun conversation. We talked about energy and creation and steel mace flow and what flow means and optimization, balance, all that jazz. So um, without further ado, everybody, here's the podcast that Coach Mads and I had. If you enjoy it, please like it, share it, comment, review it, and uh, that's it. All right, Coach Mads from uh, Pennsylvania, you're you're an awesome mace mover, man. Thanks for doing the podcast. Hey, I appreciate that, and uh, so are you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, dude, the mace is fun, and I, I love collaborating with guys like yourself, and uh, I think it's a cool little community that's out there swinging mace. And everyone seems to have a pretty interesting story and how it's benefiting them. So let's just start this sucker out by telling me how you got into the mace and uh, we'll go from there. I'm sure we, we can go on many tangents here. Yeah, um, I'd love to answer that question. So I, I don't personally have an itinerary for today's talk. So I don't either. Yeah, I didn't guys. write anything down. I'm fucking golden. <laughs> Um, so how did I find the mace? So I found the mace when I was in grad school. It was, uh, I think, winter of 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so, so like fairly mantle. recently. Yeah, fairly recently. And I'm in grad school studying exercise physiology. Um, I, I kind of, I just, I was tired of the same old routine. I wanted to try something new, a new toy, new tools. I, I dabbled in, yeah, I dabbled in kettlebells for a little bit. And I'm, I'm researching, I'm like literally Googling unconventional training methods, unconventional training tools. Did that word oh. just, did that word just kind of like spark up in your head where you just, like, or did you get attached to that word unconventional through kettlebells? Uh, I, th- I think there was the association. Yeah. kettlebells. Yeah, sure. Now, now kettlebells have, have been probably, you know, a staple in Western fitness culture for at least a couple of decades. It seems like now. Yeah, like, definitely. Like everyone has heard of a kettlebell. They're everywhere. Not many people have heard of a mace bell or a steel yeah. mace. So a mace bell came up, steel mace. And the first person that I saw uh, moving a steel mace was uh, Eric Milan. Oh and, yeah, Isik. Um, yeah, Isik, dude. He he's sick. He's awesome. Like I love his movements. Uh, yeah, I that's love- how I, that's how I learned about it. That's how I, I learned about it. I feel like that's been primarily my style of of moving. But you you know, the more you find something interesting, the more you double out into a bunch of different areas, and you find people who move differently and use it differently and have different stories, which I'm pretty intrigued in as a as a as a practitioner. Like I'm a trainer, man. Like I coach athletes. Like I have you know, clients, I do workshops. So to learn about different modalities and see what kind of helps a person specifically, like I love learning. So yeah. (laughs) Um, Watching Eric move with a mace, I was like, Oh, no shit. That's really cool. And I appreciated his, I learned just a little bit from his perspective of like a strength conditioning approach. Yeah, right, right. And 
I respect that 100%, but I, I, my, my intuition, my gut feeling was like, no, no, no. I wanted to be a little more different. So the next person I saw with a mace was the one and only Leo Savage. And it was, I think one of the, one of the first videos I saw of him moving the mace was him blindfolded and like dancing around with this thing. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, I don't want to do that. Having the background in movement, you know, exercise science and physiology and whatnot. I knew what he was doing was like really, really good for the body and the mind, but I had no idea one, how challenging it was until I actually partook in moving with the mace and two, Leo's approach, uh, how, how freeing it is to just move your body with, with little regard to the norms. How did you feel first when, cause you said like, uh, the feeling that it has on your mind and body or your brain and body describe to me, like how you first understood that phrase and how it had an effect on you. Like, Sure. Yeah. Um, so there was, there's, there's two sides. So there's the first side of like seeing both Eric and Leo moving with a mace. Right. I had this perception of what it could be like. I'm like, aha, I'm going to try this. It looks challenging and I know it's going to be good for me physically and mentally. But until I actually held the mace and put it in my hands and attempted and attempted to swing it for the first time. I'm self-taught, right? Up until just recently, I'm self-taught. Like I've learned through watching other people. And my first 360 swing was terrible, dude. Mm. It was so humbling. It was with a 10-pound steel mace. Uh, you know, I held it up. I tried swinging it. I did it successfully, but it wasn't as pretty as as it is today and it's still sure. not perfect but i've refined my emotions yeah you got to really use it every single day and uh you kind of grow with it like you learn to do you different do. maneuvers and you understand yeah. how it moves and you kind of let the relationship kind of grow uh but you have to use it regularly it's got to be a part of your practice and I, i've incorporated it in a lot of different ways but i really got uh like when when the thoughts came into my head about it being a, a brain exercise, I didn't, yeah. I didn't grasp that whole thing right away. And when, uh, when we start talking about nervous system health and the effect that that style of movement has on like a recalibration of the nervous system, exposing weak areas because of offset characteristics, like, the mode that it puts us in to view reality, I think is the most interesting thing about it. What, 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 whichever way you move it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, uh, it's something to me that like, I feel is similar to, uh, Qigong or Tai Chi or something that's kind of regenerating your energy field. Let me ask you this, what type of, uh, effect do you think a 360 or moving the mace in your vicinity? However, which way, how, how do you think that has an effect on our uh, energy fields, like our morphogenic field around us? 
You know, it's funny you mention that. And uh, before I answer this, before I give you my two cents, I want to just take a step back and acknowledge two words you had said, two key words you had said. Um, relationship and practice. Yeah. You are absolutely correct. You do spend a lot of time with the mates. You don't have to. But you don't have to. But if you do, you understand yeah. like how you develop and grow with it. Yeah. Yeah, you develop a relationship with that mace and it becomes this practice, yeah. right? And with all practices, you're looking, you're aiming for growth. You're aiming for um, enlightenment, right? And to this energy field you speak of, this 360, there's something there. There's got to be, right? There's something there, dude. And, and I know you feel it because I've, I've listened to you on multiple podcasts. I've certainly felt it in, in other mace swingers in the community, uh, particularly those who are in, in practice of steel mace flow. We all acknowledge that there's something unique, something special about this tool, but we can't quite put our finger on it. And, and yeah, like everything has energy, right? If it has molecules and atoms, it has energy. Just how much? You know, I, I don't know. I'm not a molecular scientist. Like <laughs> I'm just fucking spitting shit out there. But yeah, there's something to it. And when you're creating the swing, you're going through these movement patterns. Like there's something for me. There's something calming and relaxing. Sure. And and and, and almost nurturing about that movement pattern. And um, when I dialed in my 360s, that's when I really started to feel it. I'm like, wow, this is, this is therapeutic. Like this yeah. is, this is harmony. This is, this is, this is special. Yeah. And I remember feeling the same way. Like I would go to the, I would go to the gym and do, you know, push pull exercises, lower body, yeah. lift heavier weights, you know, the barbell thing, bench pressing, you know, conventional type shit. And then I would end those conventional workouts with some on it uh, kettlebell videos. I would watch like, you know, Primal Soldier do these movements. And I honestly, I first listened to Rogan, Joe Rogan, talk about, yeah, doing exercise with kettlebells. And I was like, OK, I'll, you know, I'll, and I'm a fitness guy. I got to I got to learn about these things, too, you know. And, um, you know, he took I took the on it kettlebell cert and I just started incorporating those movement patterns in. And, uh, you know, you get attracted to something like the mace because it's part of the family and you kind of switch the way you structure your workouts now. Like, at least I have, like, to, to build that relationship with it, you got to spend time with the mace. You got to integrate that in your workout routine or make that just your workout, you know? And, um, yeah, it's just had a way calming effect on my body. It's, it's taught me to kind of, uh, Look at things from a lot of different perspectives. Yes. Which I think too. is, uh, which I think that, I think that's huge, right? Yeah. Because I don't really like to box myself in anywhere. Yeah. I like to um, look at the shards of truth that are everywhere that uh, proclaims that they're different from one another. Because we're a divided society. We're divided yeah. states. We talk so much shit about one another. Like, I'm trying to pay attention to pattern recognition. And I feel yeah. like I've gotten, so, like, I, I've built up a strong uh, nervous system in a fact where like I can switch into calming mode at yeah. will. Now, you know, I understand what sympathetic mode feels like I I'm there when I have to be, but I'm able now to switch now that 
that's also how, uh, that's also for, you know, to regular meditative practices, like regular breathing practices. And I make sure that all the other boxes are checked too, like making sure I'm eating quality and I'm making sure I'm sleeping quality, but at the same time, like mace movement and doing that regularly has taught me to switch into that calm mode where I feel like I get good ideas and I feel like I could handle things like the way I'm supposed to, like energy is flowing through me the way it's supposed to be. And I'm looking at everything. It's almost in symbolic form where it's teaching me a lesson. I'm trying to be humble and I'm trying to uh, understand positive karma and understanding like that stuff goes out there and it adds value to people. Like all that stuff makes me or all that stuff has stemmed from using the mace. Really. I just feel like it's gotten me to that point in a journey where I think deeply about things uh and that came from movement like that yeah now there's a lot to unpack there yeah so <laughs> you said, i'm sorry you said, no that's good there's a bunch of interesting stuff you just said so like uh let's let's talk conventional uh modalities of fitness so let's, barbell let's, work yeah, right so yeah people in today's society i feel like are quick to put labels on people and to stick people in a box sure. right and so when, when, what, what comes to mind when I say barbell? Powerlifting. Okay, perfect. There's a label, there's a box, right? Yeah. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but we're quick to jump to those yeah, labels. The for box. sure. With the mace, it's, it's so versatile. You can incorporate it into an existing conventional uh, exercise routine seamlessly. Yeah, yeah. Or you could use it as a standalone tool for your movement practice. And Hey, by the way, uh, I noticed you shaved. Fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I've been shaving my head since I was like 19. Really? Young. I just noticed it on the last video. Oh, he got his ears lowered right on. Yeah. Uh, so- it's, it's, it's typically been part of my, my thing, but the hat is also like, I like wearing hats cause it makes my head feel good. I don't know. It's just part of the brand, I guess. So I stick with the look. <laughs> you may hear my cat who's uh, crying for my attention. She's shooting around up and down the stairs. She wants to play. No, it's cool, bro. I, I got I got a cat running around too and a couple dogs. So no, no worries. You're in good company. But going back to the barbell thing yeah. and the labeling, right? Because this is important. Yeah. So um, with the May specifically, it's got a lot of degrees of freedom. And as I was saying, you can insert it into a conventional uh, exercise routine using barbells or dumbbells or so on and so forth, or you can use it as a standalone uh, uh, movement practice, a fitness modality. Now, the degrees of freedom that it allows um, is where I think it helps spark creativity. It also helps uh, just just using that creativity, just getting that mind working in in that capacity well, what are your thoughts about what are your thoughts about offset characteristics um uh, uh, the the actual set that it is offset and like stabilizing muscles have to fire differently so if you're yeah. doing functional movements right you're yeah. and you're doing a squat let's say or a hip hinge with the mace at your your collarbone or whatever or yeah. you're going back and forth and you're doing these switches like Think about how much more those stabilizing muscles have to work around your spine, which which encompasses the spinal cord, which is taking in that energy from around us, right? So I would say like having that physical balance is the first step of importance 
to letting things kind of flow through you without distortion. What are your thoughts on that? So I'm on the same wavelength as you. Um, The only offset tool I've used prior to a steel mace was a kettlebell. Now it's, it's offset to a, to a small degree, right. the steel mace is offset to a much larger degree. Right, it's, it's like and, novelty. There's novelty yeah. with the mace. Yeah, and, and because of that offset nature of the mace, right, when you're using it in, in movement, right, there's a lot of chaos happening in our body. And that's where we find our balance and harmony mm-hmm. within this chaos. Mm-hmm. And that's something that the mace has taught me. It's taught me so much about not only my body and where my weak areas uh, lie, but also it taught me how to take a step back and to have a wider perspective. How It taught me how to be more mindful of not just about my movements, because I'm practicing that in this movement modality, this fitness modality that carried over that mindfulness carried over into other facets of my life, which I found very, very interesting. Like um, that the, the mace is many things and a teacher is one of those things. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's something that is um, I mean, it's interpreted in so many different ways, you know, and choosing the right words to kind of talk about something so unique that not, like a ton of people have the experience of having, you know what I'm saying? Like it's still relatively new. How do you feel uh, the best ways to integrate steel mace into like mainstream? Wow. Okay. So I have uh, of my short uh, stent in mace practice. So just. So do you have your own training practice right now or how do you, how do you structure yourself? I do. Yeah. So, um, I am a steel mace flow coach. Um, that's what I teach locally. And that's what I find. I get, I get liberated from doing, I just feel so good when I'm able to just, to just flow to either free flow or to find movement patterns in my flow that I can then combine together to create a smaller, uh, concise flow like just today this morning i'm like i finally had the opportunity to just like have an open space and the room to myself at the studio and and, and time to move where i could just like let go and move yeah yeah that's good and i noticed all right i hit this pattern and i hit that pattern after this and that but i didn't want this and that so let me move the middle add the ends so to speak. And I created this, uh, this little unique flow pattern that was inspired by, uh, many of the people that I met last week, uh, nice. at the Flow workshop in Austin, Texas, which was fucking amazing. By yeah, the we way. Gotta, yeah, we got Yeah, we got We got That's on the, we got to put that aside, but let's, let's go back. Oh, okay. Let's go back to, right. let's go back to talking about, uh, I definitely want to talk about that. Cause there's something that I think we will have in common there for sure. But let's go right. back to like, t- like integrating this shit mainstream. Like flow, ah, flow yeah. is great. You know, I love that yeah. aspect, but the majority of people think conventional when it comes yeah. to fitness, you know what I'm saying? And you're okay. a kinese guy. So yeah. I'm sure like your main frame has been this conventional box, but as yeah. you, as you grow, your, your only natural instinct is to explore these new modalities that have like 
crazy benefits and it's yeah. it, it's small and we need to to kind of grow this thing so we have to make this shit relatable so what are your ideas on making this stuff integrated to like mainstream gyms how do we equip trainers with the proper certifications to be like okay you now are like somebody at an equinox or a fitness formula club or a lifetime be like hey you get a steel mace cert now you're you're able to use one mace at a time with people that's it you know yeah. like how do we do that that's a good question. If if I knew the answer to that, I would probably be very rich because I would I would market and sell the hell out of that. Um, the so health, wellness, and fitness is an individual journey. Um, people who go to the gym are seeking one or th one or two or three of those things: health, wellness, or fitness. Um, Sure, there's vanity mixed in there as well, but um, I like a lot, to think, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I give people the benefit of the doubt. People who go to the gym, I like to feel like it's more than just vanity. They're there for a specific reason, yeah. but health, sure. wellness, fitness related. Sure. Now, having said that, using the mace is a completely new way of training although it's not because it's been around for thousands of years right just, right right the western fitness culture has finally caught up to it um now it, it's 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 just an individual approach i can't i don't think you can force trainers to use the tool it's just a tool like anything else it's it's really what the trainer connects with and really finds value in that they can then instill that value uh, into their clients. Yeah. So yeah. We have to, we have to fucking like make, and here's what I think about in my head. I'm like, I got to fucking market it to where you get the fitness manager of a lifetime or an FFC and be like, look, here's why steel mace practitioners are going to make personal training way more attractive because yes. people get to work yeah. out with this awesome tool and a yeah. trainer that's equipped to teach people this tool they yeah. get this special attention of moving around with this fucking thing yeah right yeah yeah so like that's great for business one two figure out a step-by-step -step online marketing approach to building this thing and being like here it is special offer for your trainers and your location see how it works one trainer at a time let's get the proper insurance so we got to get it going and boom next thing you know you see it in lifetime you see it in ffc you see yeah. it in equinox and i know that like exos or e equinox and on it are doing some something right now but yeah. i think dude uh matt i think it's going to take a unique combination of personality and plan and timing to make the steel mace work I don't think you can sure. just throw it in there. I think it needs to be done the right way. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later. I think the steel, I agree. the steel mace will blow up not only bigger, but quicker than the kettlebell did when it came to think Western so? fitness. I do. Yeah, I strongly think so. And I, and I think that uh, stems from uh, people like Leo and people like Eric who are doing awesome things and they're like you and like rick brown oh thank you man and people like you yeah. <laughs> you're too sweet dude i love you that's awesome you too, bro it's all oh. good no there's a lot of us that are all influenced by one another and it's a good thing yeah. it's fun yeah it's really it's 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 amazing uh the the community that's around steel mace has been extremely supportive i wish 
fuck dude it could be a full-time job just engaging with the community like it's a it's it, i spend a lot of hours on instagram and i probably shouldn't um well I, that, that helps your business i'm sure i'm sorry that helps your business too it does so my wife is walking in the door right now um, hey what's up wife <laughs> her name is Corey. she's she's home early from work hi Corey. Uh oh, busted. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. We'll continue our conversation. Um, where were we again? Are you saying that it's going to be bigger than it's oh, going to be yeah. bigger than the kettlebell? And and that's in part due because of uh, the community, um, and 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 key individuals like Leo and Eric and you and myself and many many other people in the community. Um, so that's where that's why I think Steel Mace is going to blow up bigger. Um, and, and much quicker than what the kettlebell had, had, had done previously. Interesting. I think that's a bold statement. That kettlebell, man, like it's, it is everywhere and it's unique tool, but I mean, I feel like people still lack education on the kettlebell, you know? Oh, no doubt. Yeah. There's still a lot of, so like, I'm not really too familiar with kettlebell sport, and the form is so much different than doing something that on it teaches you, you know, yeah. on its form is very strict. It's, you know, it's understanding the spine and its alignment and making sure that, uh, things are done and, and you own each position and creating tension, all that stuff. So like, what's the, why, why do uh, kettlebell sports form look so off? I mean, it looks really like an awkward looking swing. And then, you know, the anterior pelvic till with the back, you know, what, 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 what is your thoughts on that? You know, I can't speak to uh, either approaches, either on its or kettlebell sport. I, I don't know a whole lot about either. My perception about kettlebell sport is the actual competition part. Isn't it just a, a sling clean, uh, swing clean and press, right? Doubles or singles, right? Yeah, I, I'm, dude, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. So, so the, regardless, the different factions of the same tool, you know, we're humans. We're like you had mentioned earlier, like we, we, we are just innately are out to divide each other. Uh, to segregate, to separate. Um, yeah, no, I mean, not in like a condescending way or anything. I just, I don't understand. I, I don't understand like the, the, that, that form. Is it like just the most like efficient way of getting reps in in a specific time? I that guess that's where I was good. going, but like, I do get what you're saying. Like there are definitely ways that we put ourselves in boxes and say, no, this way is better than this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I think that's pretty immature behavior, but <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I concur. I agree. Yeah. But, um, I, I, yeah, I can't really comment too much regarding the, the different swing versus swing kettlebell, uh, on it versus, uh, um, competition style. Or just like methods in general, like more of a strict version of a kettlebell swing or, you know, versus like that. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you describe kettlebell sport form. It looks awkward to me. You know who would be a great person to ask? Who's that? Mike Salemi. Oh, yes. I, you yeah. know what? I, I had a thought about getting him on the podcast. But oh, I gotta, you should totally reach out. Yeah, I got I to gotta reach out to him, that's for sure. I mean, the worst he could say is no, so go ahead yeah, and do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He's somebody that I got to put on the list. I, I had that thought the other day. Now, thank you for reinforcing that. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, Mike Salemi, I, I actually watched a lot of him. I got a lot of my technique and form 
from his videos. He's a really uh, smart guy, for sure. Super smart, very articulate. He he broke down swings in such a way that I could just like digest it and like get it right away. Like that's, that's how that's I learned. Cool. That's how I learned kettlebell swings is through mind pumps, uh, YouTube videos with Mike Salemi on it. I'm like, this nice. guy knows his shit. Then I researched Mike Salemi a little bit more. And he's got like world records. He's like the man in kettlebell beast. sport. He is a beast. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and I see him on social media, follow him. He just seems like an all around genuine, genuine human being. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, Paul check endorses him. If Paul check endorses him, I'm game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Paul check. Yeah, I listened sure. to your podcast with Paul check, dude. That's amazing. Congrats on getting him on your show. That's a huge accomplishment. Thank you, man. Thank you. You're I don't know welcome. how the hell that one. <laughs> I don't know how that one worked out, but it, it was a fun conversation, man. It was like, a great conversation. The universe uh, was in your favor that day. So thank you. Thank awesome. you. And and thank you. So you listen to a lot of Paul Check, or what are your thoughts on him? Uh, I think Paul Check is a brilliant holistic uh, lifestyle, health, wellness, and fitness coach. Like, I just, I just heard of Paul Check, man, maybe a year ago. Okay. So old. he's new to my life. And like, when I first listened to him, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm like, this guy seems to be a little uh, cray cray for me. He's but out no, there. He, he's out there. And I love him for that. Like when you listen, when you actually listen to what he's saying, it makes sense. It makes so much sense. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and, you know, gosh, I wish if more health and fitness coaches were like Paul check, I think this world would have significantly less uh, health problems than there. For sure. Are. Well, you got to understand, yeah. like if you listen, when you listen to an, listen to the evolve yourself series on his podcast, living 4d, you'll get a very, very good understanding of the kind of information Paul check teaches. And I, I don't, it's an understatement to say he's a wellness coach or practitioner. This dude is like a high level clairvoyant monk. That's, yeah, that understands wow. how to how to read energy and diagnose people heal people now he even says he's a shaman so that means like he he works with the other side or whatever that darker energy is that we yet can't comprehend so this guy like that's that's why it's odd but when we talk about everything being energy he really stays consistent with how he talks. There's not a lot of holes and he relates a lot of stuff to emotion and pain yeah. and trauma and how we're programmed and how our nervous system is work. Like that's what really got me interested uh, with the steel mace is because like, okay, so it doesn't matter what kind of flow you're doing or whatever, that whole physical alignment part of it, the whole breathing part of it. Now you start yeah. doing like, um, you know, now you start physically aligning your chakra, so to speak, but then, you know, you start recalling different emotions that you might feel out of alignment. Then you start putting those back emotionally in line. And then you, what do you got? You've got pure energy flowing through you. That's going to be like your true North. Let me ask you this. What does it mean to you to be aligned with true North? Oh, geez. <laughs> I guess in a nautical sense, it would be like, you know, North, <laughs> um, no, uh, no one's ever asked me that before. And I haven't put much thought into it. Just, I don't know, like on a spiritual level, alignment what? to true north is alignment yeah. to like your, your purpose. 
your yes. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you the question again and let whatever kind of flows through you be the answer. You seem like a guy that's that's in touch with a, a spiritual connection if you've listened to some of my podcasts. So I'll ask the question again. Just let kind of your natural like feeling kind of come up. So yeah. what does it mean to you when a human is aligned to their true north? It, it means I want to be surrounded by that person. Hmm. It means I want to gravitate towards them because you ever walk into a room or you ever, you ever find yourself in a room, someone walks in and then there's, there's just this glow. Yeah. So what them. is that? What is that person like then you said you want to be attracted to that person, but what is that person feeling? What is that? Per, what does that mean? What like you, I think you had it before. Like what's your purpose, right? So like yeah. being aligned to something that, dude, I got it. Like, it's almost this thing that I'm called to do here. And this is the only thing that's going to make me feel whole and fulfilled <laughs> by doing this and attracting this type of energy. Yeah I, think, yeah, I think you just said it. So um, for uh, being, you know, aligned to, to true north is having those feelings of being, of, of being whole and complete where that you can you, you you love yourself and that when you love yourself unconditionally you can then give others your unconditional exactly love. and how are we yeah. doing that how are we doing that by creating shit by getting to work by doing the doing the shit right we got to do the work that starts coming to us from this like enlightened quote unquote path right or feelings nonetheless right so I think that all humans have a, a true north that they could attune themselves to. I think our bodies are the instruments. Our mace are the tuners. They're, they're uh -huh. something that could help us align real physically, connective tissue, right? Like we're yep. talking about aligning from like connective tissue starts to balance up and make our, our physical system like form better you know what i'm saying like if you're practicing these functional movement patterns and you're doing them with a semi-offset and you're flowing and you're breathing and you're not putting yourself in this fight or flight state you're doing a lot of balancing mentally physically emotionally right i like your your uh concept of the mace as being a tuner i've heard it as the mace being like an antenna and i think they both are aiming at like the same ideas is you're able to either tune into or you're able to actually connect with this signal that is embedded deeper with inside you yeah exactly so you you said antenna so like our body is the antenna like if you know if like joe dispenza talks about the pineal gland being a transducer so he talks about that gland being and functioning like a two-way radio and a receiver okay. right like that is the sixth chakra i think is the third eye so now you're talking about an energy that's flowing through you from your root chakra which starts around like your butthole area <laughs> <laughs> to keep things light and fresh for the young listeners right so like energy starts there and that system uh, hold on. Uh, I have this written down because I just I don't want to fuck this up because I f I fuck this up sometimes and um, I shoot myself in the foot. But I'm going to hold on. 
Oh, okay. Here we go. So we're talking about energy flowing through our system, right? And don't let me forget to make the point home of that transducer and still sticking along the lines of the mace being the tuner, right? So we're tuning our body physically by doing our mace flow, whatever way that you feel like you want to use the mace, right? And like I said, your muscles around your, your stabilizing muscles around your spine start to balance yourself up automatically by doing whatever movements that you choose to do. So now energy flows through you through the prana tube, which starts at your sacrum, right? And there are like feelings of deep foundation, like survival, um, feeling grounded, right? And, and some things that can throw you off would be like addictions, uh, fear of the past or the future. So if you have like these kind of reoccurring thoughts, that means an energy center is out of balance. Follow me? So now we start to recall feelings of having a strong foundation, yada, 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 Um, feeling grounded. Then the next energy center is a little bit up from that around like the stomach area. And that when that is aligned, you feel like you have like abundance, right? Ah, You feel uh, a good well-being. You accept others and experience. If there's anything on the opposite happening, then that energy center is out of balance. Remember, when they're out of balance, that means energy isn't flowing through you uh, purely. It's distorted, right? So we want to bring that shit into alignment. We want to recall feelings of abundance, right? Uh, So like emotions that can sense that that shit's out of alignment would be like anger, impatience, you're uptight, maybe like you're too much of a control freak. That means that energy center is out of alignment. Are you yeah. following me so far? 100%. Okay, good. Tap out if I'm, if I'm boring you any, any, any sense. No, All this right, is so good stuff. Then the third chakra, uh, right above your, or right underneath your heart by like your uh, adrenals area is, uh, has to do with like personal power and your self-worth. This can be out of balance with your ego. You know, like yeah. if you're like, I'm the man and everyone's got a, obey my rules, you know, like, fuck that, fuck that shit. You have an energy center out of balance, right? So feelings that show that you have it out of balance is that you're aggressive, egotistical, you're, you're, you have maybe have some anxiety, low self-esteem. So it can go on the other way, like control issues, self-criticize too much. And we could all do that, right? I know that I fucking self-criticize sometimes too hard and yeah. really it's not that big of a deal <laughs> at the end of the day, right? It's all fucking love, baby. You know what I'm saying? So just to kind of bring that shit back center, boom. Okay. Then the fourth chakra is our heart center. We start thinking about love, our relationships. We start thinking about self-love, self-acceptance, right? So doing all that stuff. If we don't have that, we block love. We get a little depressed. Maybe we feel hate. Maybe we feel a little sad. That's how we know our heart chakra is out of alignment. So that's why I say just kind of spread love. We don't need, we don't need to talk shit. It's wasted energy. And then, uh, okay, so now we're getting good, okay? So after all, like, the physical stuff becomes cleared up, we got the first three aligned, we're going through the heart center, you're passionate about fitness, you're speaking this truth about fitness and and movement and flow so that you can have a good value on other people because, remember, this energy spreads and it has a positive effect on people, partially why I'm doing this podcast and connecting with good folks like you. So... Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. So now we're talking about the sixth chakra or the fifth chakra is the, the mouth, right? Okay. This is where we talk a positive truth 
that we feel like we have to uh, say. So we want to talk about being aligned with True North. I feel like whatever stuff. So when I started this podcast, bro, I didn't have any intention about what I wanted to talk about. I just kind of wanted to go and see where I go. And yeah. it's helped me uncover True North for me because I just kind of talk how I feel like talking and listen and think and talk about the things that I feel that are interesting to me. In this case, it's conscious. It's it's energy. It's wellness. How can I use my tools to help people? Right. So um, I'm learning what my truth is just by talking to other guys like you that kind of pop into my life mysteriously. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you. I, right. I don't know how we got connected. Actually, that's so interesting. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. I mean, it was, you get. It was through Instagram, no doubt. But for I'm sure. not sure how it it had occurred. Well, the no. podcast. We're swinging maze on Instagram. There's a million reasons, right? So yeah. like. So like, but anyways, like you're doing something heartfelt. I'm doing something heartfelt. We are, we kind of attract those energies and we put something on record so that we can share it with other people that might think along the lines. And this is how it builds and how it starts to brew. So then after that is the sixth chakra, which is our third eye. So if all that energy kind of aligns through us nicely, now we start to have like the third eye opening where we start to have more visions. I think this is where I get like my visions about Steel Mace 101 and global workshops and writing a certification and books and different podcast ideas. Like I get these ideas from here or like the, the, the gym that I'm running and the business that I'm building and, you know, things about life when I used to be a high school teacher and I was like, not, not really my total truth. Let's stop this. Let's go this path. You know what I'm saying? The universe kind of, I think, uh, meets you 20, 30% of the way all the time. And then uh, the last chakra comes all the way through the top of your head is the crown. And that's when they say that it's not just your ideas. This is like information from the like omnipresent viewer, if you will, that coming through you. So basically at the end of the day, you realize that you're just God realizing itself through you when you're doing your true North thing. I'm done. What are your thoughts? So that's, that's, well, there's home again, a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> so really in short, everything is connected, right? Right. Everything is energy and all energy is connected. Um, from like, gosh, we have, we have our entire known universes if you will, DNA embedded in our DNA. I think it's iron, right? So every dying star, when it dies and explodes, goes yeah, yeah, we have iron in our blood. That's right. It yeah. comes. It's cosmic dust, basically. That's exactly, right. I've heard this before. Right. So we're we're all connected in that sense, and and I feel a connection with that. And one thing that the Mace has taught me, you know, it's it's being more uh, open-minded and being more mindful. And um, because of the mace, I've actually uh, discovered individuals like Joe Dispenza, right? Yeah. Of all people, right around that same time I got in the mace, I hear Joe and I hear his story and his stories of healing and his stories of healing others. And it's just the energy um, that we uh, not only receive, but that we give can influence people either positively or negatively. Like I'm totally on board with that back to the chakra systems that's this is the most information i've gathered from the chakra systems thank you very much i'm still ignorant to it but what you laid out was really good like all right chakra 101 really cool i had this thought in my head when you listed chakra 2 
the 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 stomach right yes what's what's the second chakra called again is there a name for it it's the uh root sac sacral chakra i think okay i can, I can look that up anyway yeah well, what, what about it so i like many people in this world grew up in not the best of conditions and have had traumas in my life mm. that i've no doubt have buried deep down inside me. I have Crohn's disease, right? Okay. I, have, I have a gastrointestinal uh, uncurable disease, mm -hmm. uh, mild to mo uh, moderate to severe Crohn's disease. I have been so fortunate that the combination of pharmaceutical medications that I take, uh, having uh, medical marijuana that I consume uh, various uh, various means, whether it's through uh, tinctures, whether it's through edibles, or whether it's through uh, in, uh, vapor, inhaling, or smoking. Also, my health, wellness, and fitness practice, specifically my movement practice of Steel Mace Flow. All of these um, have helped my Crohn's uh, symptoms so much to the point that I'm I'm no longer symptomatic. That's like, huge. Which is a huge deal. So huge. having these traumas, I think, actually have caused this dis-ease, this disease, dis-ease. Paul Check, thank you Paul very Check, much. Paul Check, dude. That's yeah. totally Paul Check. So my, my traumas that I harbored that I that I couldn't didn't know how to deal with those emotions for so many years um manifested in as crohn's disease but now that i found this outlet of steel mace flow this creative outlet where i can express myself uh freely um and and just live in the moment and not think about anything else has been instrumental i feel personally in my own um health in regard to my disease so i just wanted to thank leo savage I didn't, savage, the the opportunity. I didn't give him the opportunity to tell him this specific story that I told you, but I, I did get the opportunity to thank Leo in person for his gift that he imparted, not only on the world, but on me personally. Like, it, I just can't thank him enough. So I'm very grateful forever, forever in his debt. Hell yeah, dude. He's a fucking man. I love Leo yeah, Savage. We yeah. had a good time. I had a good time. So tell me about your, uh, your time in Austin. So it was, uh, for lack of a better term, mind bending. It was insane. It was mind bending. More, I like that. It was more than I could have possibly imagined that I would have experienced. It was, I, I got to meet so many of like my Steel Mace Flow heroes all in one setting, all at the same time. The only person, or people I should say, I, I met a small group of people in uh, Philadelphia last November uh, for Steel Mace Flow Fight Club. And um, that, was, that was awesome. I met Jamie Pento, who was a member of the Steel Mace Flow educational team. Up until that point, I had not received any like specific feedback on on mace technique or form um and then fast forward to just this past weekend at austin and on it um steel mace flow live certification event 
I got to meet all members of the Student Baseball Educational Team, except for Nat Cruz, whom we've all missed dearly. She lives in the Philippines and just couldn't make it all the way to Austin, Texas. But everyone else, the, the love that they just exude, right? You, you get that sense, you get that little taste via social media interaction, but to receive it in real life, in the flesh, it, it just filled my heart. Yeah, like, dude, Leo loves the mace. He fucking, you can definitely yeah. tell. You definitely feel that shit. That's no joke. It was, it was an amazing experience. I got to meet so many cool people. Um, whom now I consider, you know, close friends and even family, if you yeah, will. That's cool. Like it's such a tight knit community. Um, cool. So his work. Do you have any specific questions about his workshop? Um, I mean, sure. Like, what was like the format? How did? What was the end goal of it? Well, so the end goal, the live certification event, is to have people walk away with a certification in the movement practice of steel mace flow level one material did you have to so, do like a test at the end or yeah so the test at the end was 500 360s with a 10 pound steel mace you 500? cannot you cannot at any point put the mace on the floor you can rack your mace right you can just hold your mace but you can't sit it on the floor so after your 500 uh 360s with a 10 pound steel mace uh, for your first time going through the uh, uh, certification process because you can test up and wait on subsequent tests. There are people there testing in 15s and 20s, um, uh, which is just more of like an honor, right? Rather than just like a trophy or anything. Um, so after the 500 swings, you go right into uh, the Masterclass Flow Series. Uh, again, unbroken as cleanly as possible, no mistakes. Um, and then after which you're able to set your mace down. This is done, I mind you, give you some perspective. After, so it's eight hours the first day, probably plus another six hours. So we're talking after like 14 hours of mace. So I've trained predominantly mace, right? For the past two years, a very, weights I've got on its whole lineup except the quad god which I still need to get but I've got the 7 the 10 the 15 the 20 the 25 I train with a 10 99% of the time when I'm feeling like key man or the hulk I'll bust out a 20 and 25 and put some reps in like I love that's fun I love swinging some heavy shit don't get me wrong that's fun and yeah my grip has gotten so strong um because of mace training now after 14 hours of mace in such a short amount of volume by rep 150 my grip with a 10 pound steel mace was screaming at me mm. and here i am in front of all my heroes for the first time thinking to myself mads if you drop this mace if this mace hits the ground you are going to embarrass yourself <laughs> don't drop the mace don't drop the mace so I had to, I had to be smart, man. I had to rack, I had to shoulder rack my mace. I had to just hold my mace. I had to break up the rest of my 360s, which, um, uh, which is whatever, you know, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, the goal is to just complete the test, to beat the test. Don't set the mace down. And I, and I, and I, and I carried through the, through with that. 
Now the format of the whole uh, workshop experience was seamless. It kicked off with an epic, epic opening, man. You had to have been there to really have appreciated what I'm about to tell you. So I was honored to be included in, in, in this circle of individuals that comprised of the Steelmaceville educational team. When people were arriving in the workshop, the educational team and myself and a couple of select individuals were in the middle of a pile of steel mace that were, that were just like, that resembled the campfire, if you will. They were just stacked up crisscrossed. And we're all circled around just sort of relishing the moment and um, what what's about to transpire for the next couple of days. And we're just expressing our love and gratitude for one another, really setting the mood for, for each other so that we can then spread that energy to the rest of the people that are walking in. So we're in the circle, 12 of us maybe, I don't know how many there was. And uh, Leo says, all right, grab your mace, form a circle. So we all grab our mace one by one, we spread out, we start to form a circle. The rest of the people, that are walking in are getting the picture. Okay, we're supposed to grab a mace and get in a circle. And they do. Once everyone had a mace, that's when Leo made a brief announcement. And that's when we had our like intro ceremony, like 90 seconds of like Leo's favorite steel mace flow artists. We got to express ourselves freely with like our song of choice in front of these new people who, who are coming to get certified. I can only imagine what their minds are going through because yeah, sure, some of the people probably had some good experience with a maze, but there are people there who are pretty new to a maze. <sighs> mind blown, they're watching us do our thing. They're probably thinking like, we're gonna, this is what, this is what Steel Maze Flow is. Like, oh, I had no idea. So it was just an epic opening ceremony to see the unique styles from individuals expressing themselves with this tool that we all love and appreciate very much. And that was just, that was so cool. What a kickoff to a Yeah, you want to talk about energy, bro. I feel it. Oh my gosh, we blew the roof off the place. That set the bar so high. Yeah, what do you think about people that have like energy like that or uh, vibrational matches? Like when they get together, how much do they like uh, slingshot one another? You know what I mean? For good. Yeah, so um, kind of like magnets, you know, how they have the same uh, polar ends. Yeah, or like uh, I guess yeah. what I'm thinking is like a compounding interest type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like three, four, five, ten people with same quality, positive vibes get together. They do some mace flow, intertangle energy, and they're kind of attracting more positive, good vibes and having a yep. good positive impact on more people that are in their immediate environment. You know what I mean? So for, for, uh, for sure. So the night before, Friday night, when, when uh, I, flo I flew into Austin, and actually it's Friday afternoon, at, uh, a bunch of us were meeting at Zecker Park in Austin and just a bunch of different uh, steel mace enthusiasts in the area. We got together, all joined up at the park. There were probably 20 of us there. Wow. That's a lot of people. Uh, we were all mace. doing our thing. And of course, people who are at the park are starting to like congregate towards us. 
and I noticed when we're all doing our thing, people were taking photos. So collectively, we created this energy, right, that drew in other people. So I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, that shit's real. You know, that totally shit's not, yeah. So uh, let's get uh, nitty gritty and talk a little bit about psychedelics and go there. Okay. That's probably going to be a great place for me to part ways too. Mm. Let's talk psychedelics. Yeah, let's uh, let's close out with some psychedelics. Right on. Um, what are your thoughts overall, generally, about psychedelics and their impact that are gonna that that's gonna have in the next like ten or fifteen years? Uh, all right. So Five my years, experience even. with psychedelics goes back to late high school and like that early transition just after high school. So. The only psychedelics I've had experience with is mushrooms. And honestly, I just dead them to get fucked up, right? Just be with my friends, have a good time. I That's how no usually problem. people start doing them. Exactly. I had no concept of using psychedelics um, as like this therapeutic technique, which is really, really fascinating if you think about it. Um, you've got, um, uh, what is it? there aren't aren't there like clinics now where you can go and take like uh yeah map maps do does maps does trials like for uh like even like volunteer patients i was actually looking at their website yesterday to see if i could do any sort of studies yeah um people, which people i mean it's would, always in the cards you get paid 300 dollars per study they do them for mdma like they MDMA. do three three nights in a row and each session is about like three or four hours where you do like a, basically a talk therapy session while yep. on MDMA. It's like a yeah. combination of that. Yeah. And people who are suffering from, you know, PTSD, um, yeah. and now they're finding that doses of these psychedelics are actually helping them relieve this, this, uh, these traumas. Trauma. Like, that's a good that's word. A powerful thing. So, um, yeah. To, to be able to use psychedelics to help heal trauma. Um, uh, I mean, I'm all for it, right? Um, as long as it's, you know, done in a, in a controlled and safe manner. Yeah, that's like, the thing. Because there's going to be so much, like, chatter around that. And, like, you know, we got to talk about these things being done under, like, clinical settings. And when that shit actually really starts happening then you're going to start to see people's lives change and it's going to be talked about in a different way you know what i'm saying yeah and uh I, I think it's going to be important down the line but articulating the information as it becomes more prevalent and more people are understanding the the effects on the brain and accepting and coming to grips with trauma and moving forward and you know kind of reprogramming new thought patterns in the brain to heal be become more creative or, or what have you whatever the the outcomes that are being you know kind of whatever outcomes are are trying to be obtained but yeah man it's an interesting topic that um i think is going to just be more and more of a thing as we go on here you know i like the idea of going to um uh an ayahuasca uh, ceremony me too <laughs> uh, I, I think that that's like the next level i'd like to experience uh psychedelics like, i, I like because personally like there's still trauma embedded deep inside me, me that, too, pal. that 
would be difficult to just dig out in this current frame of mind yeah. to be guided under a different frame of mind to then um what's the term they use um purge purge just purge those embedded emotions and it's feelings. intense it's got to be intense yeah. huh yeah yeah so i'm i, I that's the direction that I would go, that I would pursue my next uh, psychedelic experience. I'm, uh, I, yeah, I'm interested in that as well. That's a, that's a good way to end this podcast. And, uh, dude, so glad that you got to uh, take some time and share some of the stories that thank you, no, thank experienced. you for doing this. Thank you for giving me uh, time on your platform. I really appreciate it, man. And, yeah, um, you know, uh, I love you, brother. So thank, thank you. you right much. back at you. Yeah, this was fun. Tell, tell everyone where they can find your Instagram and the way you flow. And if they're looking for uh, Steel Mace flow advice, you're definitely wow. a great mace mover. So let's put people in the right direction here. You can hit me up on Instagram at Steel Mace underscore Mads, M-A-D-S. Um, yeah, I'm available for online Steel Mace training. Um, I coach locally here in State College at PYP Studio. Uh, you can, you know, DM me any Steel Mace question you have. I'm happy to help to the best of my ability. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Steel Mace Mads, thank you so much for your time. And uh, that's a wrap, brother. And that was the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Coach Mads. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at SteelMaceMads, SteelMace underscore Mads. And that's it, everybody. Make sure to check it out. Uh, check me out on Instagram as well at Danny Cola Fitness. Slide in the DMs. I love uh, interacting with all you listeners. Thank you for love and support. If this is your first time here, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you haven't already, just rate it, review it, share it with somebody that you love, all that. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful day. Let's stay positive through all this crap. Right? Find your true north. Let this be a time to reevaluate and reflect and recharge. Totally uh, look at reality from a new perspective, a new vantage point, a more positive vantage point. That's it. Hit me up on Instagram, Danny Cole Fitness. Peace.